Everybody, I'm Jared from Number One Bullshit with this week's F Update, the show where we go over any last-minute fight updates and final impressions for this week's card, as well as anything we might have effed up from Monday's show. And now that we have Dana White's Contender Series on, we will talk about that as well. But first, we'll hop into those F ups. Uh, last week, I referred to Olympic silver medalist Sarah McMahon as Sarah McCann. My apologies, Sarah. Uh, you deserve more respect than that. Uh, additionally, I said that the fight between Yasmin Lucindo and uh, Yasmin Haurigi was at uh, flyweight. That was actually fought at strawweight. It was Lucindo's fight against Brogan Walker. That was at flyweight. Now she's back at strawweight uh, against uh, Poliana Viana. So first, talk about the contender series. Everybody got a contract. I'm not going to talk about the heavyweight fight because that was not interesting to me, uh, but the first one on the card, Kevin Borjas uh, at flyweight. I'm glad they made a fight for this guy. His first two opponents, they ended up uh, not being able to fight. One was, I believe, visa issues, and the other was Josh Van, who made his way into the UFC early. Uh, but I'm glad we got to see Kevin Borjas fight. Uh, just great boxing. Good power. Love the body work. Uh, this was his first time going the distance. He was 8-0-1 before this fight with eight knockouts. going to be a nice addition to the flyweight division and then at bantamweight we had peyton talbot a 24 year old he's big he's 510 for the bantamweight division fun style throw spinning shit um this is also the first time he's had a fight go the distance he was five and oh all knockouts prior to that and coming like second and third round too carries his power late really really fun to watch now somebody who doesn't let the fight go long uh tom nolan at lightweight six and oh uh Four knockouts, and that's all his last four fights. Uh, he's 23 years old. He's six foot three, so he's gigantic for the lightweight division. Dropped his opponent with a nasty hook, and then the follow up shot on the ground. The accuracy to be able to do that was extraordinarily impressive. Uh, he is Australian, so hopefully they can get this guy on a quick turnaround because it was a fast fight for him uh, and get him on that Australia card. UFC 293 would be a fun addition. And then the main event of the contender series uh cesar almeida fighting at middleweight now he's 35 years old and he has four professional fights three of those uh wins coming by knockout uh wonder why you you know there's a 35 year old getting a shot well the guy uh was a longtime kickboxer actually holds a win over alex pajeda poeton in kickboxing so we've seen this story before with poeton and izzy um and actually i made a show to pretty decent ground game uh you know being able to take the fight to the ground control it there uh will be very interesting to see what he can do in the ufc they'll have to bring him along quick because he is uh 35 years old and so then taking it to this week's card uh first thing we're going to talk about is the burr, 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 featured prelim that is going to be jp bays making his bantamweight debut he had fought at flyweight in the ufc before uh fighting against marcus mcgee also making his bantamweight debut in the ufc his first fight was at a catchweight uh so of 140 so this is his first one at his real weight class but he is all action, cannot wait for this fight. Uh, and remember, since this is the featured prelim, uh, go over to at number one BS pod on X, the artist formerly known as Twitter, uh, for the featured prelim poll. Get your vote in. Uh, not a ton of crazy stuff here at the weigh-ins. Uh, we did have 
two guys miss weight, unfortunately. Uh, Tafan Chukwi missed weight for his middleweight bout against A.J. Dobson coming in at three and a half pounds over. And then Josh Fremd for his middleweight bout against Jamie Pickett. Fremd came in three pounds uh, over the 186 middleweight limit. So two guys missing weight there. They're both middleweights, both on the main card. Um, but then the thing that really stuck out to me on the uh, the stare downs in the way in here, since it is a a fight night card that's at the apex, they don't do ceremonial weigh ins, right? They just have them face off after they've weighed in. So it's always interesting to see that because they're a little more um, pissed off and tired and just kind of you, you know drawn out a little bit and just you know they've been cutting weight and having a chance to to rehydrate. Uh, but I wanted to see what Chris Dawkins looked like on the scale, making that drop from heavyweight to light heavyweight. He was always, I mean, he said it himself. He he was fat at at heavyweight. Now he didn't wasn't like super cut up or anything, but he looked in good shape. It did look like the weight cut was a little tough on him. He kind of had those dead eyes a little bit, but he looked really big standing next to Khalil Roundtree. Doesn't help that Roundtree weighed in at 203, so a couple pounds under the limit. Uh, but he just looked big. Um, it was very similar to Tanner Bozer, who was in a similar situation with a bit of a small heavyweight coming down, fighting at light heavyweight. Worked for Bozer last week, didn't work for him in his light heavyweight de debut when he fought a much smaller Ion Kutalaba, uh, and Kutalaba got the better of him. So I'm very interested to see how this one plays out, but was was impressed with how Dawkins looked. Uh, making that way because he does still look very big. And then our main event, uh, Vicente Luque versus uh, Rafael Dos Anjos. It was a very in kind of intense stare down. Nothing crazy happened, but just both guys very stoic. And one thing that I forgot to mention uh, on the podcast last week was following the knockout loss to Jeff Neal, uh, Vicente Luque did have a brain bleed. So he had a hemorrhage on, on his brain as a result of that knockout scary right that that's a very scary thing and it's not like it was just a one punch and done luke got hurt early on and then got finished so who knows when that occurred gonna be interesting to see how he responds from that does he have any chin to speak of anymore bit of a scary thing and so we'll see how that plays out now do want to remind everybody uh, once again go over to at number one bs pod on x art is formerly known as twitter uh, to see our fight picks for this week uh once again dj got the better of me last week he went four and two uh, and i went three and three we were basically identical throughout the card with the exception of the uh camer bozer fight so that brings the totals uh dj is at 19 and 9 i am at 16 and 12 you know, just kind of letting it marinate, letting him think that he has this great lead before I make my comeback. But go over there, see the fight picks. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you think uh, you know better than us. Let us know your picks. And then I do just want to wrap things up uh, by saying this is a bit of an earlier card. The prelims start at 4 p.m. with the main card starting at 7 p.m. Wall to wall on ESPN, so you can watch it on broadcast television or cable television, I guess, the ESPN, uh, or you can always watch it on ESPN+. Plus. Cannot wait to find out, is Lucindo the prospect uh, that we think she is? You know, what does Marcus McGee look like with a full camp? What does Dawkins look like at light heavyweight? And ultimately, can Luque rebound and make his run at welterweight cannot wait to talk to you guys about it appreciate y'all for listening love and respect